0: Oh man, second podcast episode of the day. Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. We're going to do our start sits today. There are guys that we definitely want to start. There are guys who uh, we're going to start, but we want to temper our expectations a little bit to adjust our lineups if we have to. Um, There are guys who we're going to start out of desperation and there's some guys who we're going to sit. So we're going to go through all of that right now. We're going to get right into it. Um, first guy I want to talk about is Doug Martin. Now, I'm going through the guys I'm starting, and I am starting Doug Martin. Yes, it's a little bit risky because we haven't seen him in the role this year. But, you know, a lot of questions. Are they going to make the switch to Doug Martin? Yes, they are. I don't think it's a question. You know, the team doesn't want to give the perception that Martin didn't do anything wrong by coming out... You know, and saying that okay, here you go. Here's every snap. But you know, this team wants to attempt to play good defense and run the ball. Um, you know, their defense hasn't been playing too well, but Martin can help them sustain drives and keep the games more manageable. Keep the defense off the field. Um, and if you if you watch the preseason. Uh, Doug Martin, he looked electric, and I expect him to take over the starting gig right away. Get a ton of touches against the Patriots, and uh, they need all of their firepower against this Patriots team. So, um, you know, this this defense has been horrible so far this season. So, I, I think the Bucks should be able to move the ball without any issues, and I think Doug Martin will be a big part of that. The Patriots they allowed the second most fantasy points to running backs through four weeks this season. And I don't see that slowing down this week. He's a bit of a risky play, like I said, but I'm willing to take that risk this week. Melvin Gordon... You know, a lot of what Phillip Rivers likes to do goes through Keenan Allen, but in this game, Allen is going to be locked up with Janoris Jenkins and Dominique Rodgers-Camardi most of the game. So, you know, the Giants, they rank 31st against the Rush DVOA according to Football Outsiders, so I think the Chargers will try to just move the ball on the ground to avoid Rivers throwing it into these tough matchups. Gordon's going to be a start no matter what you're going to start him every single week because of his usage in this offense But you know, I wanted to just point out that the Giants haven't been particularly good against the run So I'm not even thinking about benching him. I know some people, you know They're getting a little crazy and they're, they're kind of worried, but I'm not worried. Um, you know, he's been practicing So, uh, you know that knee injury seems okay Frank Gore was the other guy I wanted to talk about the 49ers you know, they're going up against the 49ers at home, and the 49ers have just been giving up a lot of carries, a lot of yards, a lot of fantasy points to opposing running backs. Um, you know, and I think they're just going to, Colts are going to ride gore in this game at home. Um, teams you know they've been able to run the ball against the 49ers they gave up 31 carries to Jonathan Stewart and Christian McCaffrey 20 carries to Chris Carson 28 carries to Todd Gurley uh, and 18 carries to the horrible running duo of Chris Johnson and Andre Ellington not only that but they've been giving up a ton of receptions to backs 25 receptions to running backs in the past four games uh, and there are 23rd In in pass catching, you know, in in their defense against pass catching running backs, DVOA, according to Football Outsiders. So, you know, I think Gore is set up to have a nice game here. So, if you're in need of a running back while one of your backs, you know, are on bye this week, know that Gore is in a good spot. So, you know, I wouldn't mind putting him in my lineup. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is another guy. No Derek Carr. You know, the Raiders are going to have to go up against the Ravens this week, whose secondary is straight up lights out um so the Raiders I don't think they're able gonna they're gonna be able to do it by the passing game so they're gonna have to establish the run early try to move the ball primarily that way um so I think this, that's gonna mean a lot of Marshawn Lynch Le'Veon Bell you know last week he had a ridiculous 35 carries against the Ravens so I don't expect anywhere close to that for Lynch but I think you know 20 plus carries is a safe bet especially because I expect this to remain a close game. If you're worried about Lynch, I get it. You know, he hasn't been doing well lately, but, you know, he's in a spot this week where the team will need to ride him. Um, I'm going to move on to wide receivers. Jerron Brown and John Brown are in great spots this week. Rasul Douglas, Jalen Mills, the cornerbacks, the outside cornerbacks for the Eagles, they've been doing an atrocious job on the outside for the Eagles after Ronald Darby got hurt early in the season. They've given up the first and fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers on each of their sides of the field, respectively. Um, Larry Fitzgerald he has a bit of a tougher matchup in the slot, so you know I do expect Carson Palmer to find these guys on the outside, assuming that the pass rush isn't too heavy for you know isn't too heavy for him to even have a chance to throw the ball. At the Cardinals' their offensive line hasn't been great, and the Eagles' pass rush has been pretty good. Um, So, you know, hopefully they're able to protect him enough to get the ball out to Jerron and John Brown. Uh, So, you know, over the past three games, Jerron Brown, he's been averaging close to 10 targets a game. Um, And in in those two full games that John Brown has played, he's averaging eight targets in those games. So pretty healthy target share for both of those guys. Um, You know, with bye weeks, you know, there are plenty of reasons to have these guys in your lineup this week. It's a great matchup. Devin Funchess. You know, since Greg Olson has been out, I mentioned this before in a previous podcast. Devin Fungis' role has been very clear um, and has been Cam's intermediate high percentage route runner. He's had target numbers of 6, 10, and 9 in the last three games and 15 catches for almost 200 yards. So in week five, you know, I expect Kelvin Benjamin to have his hands full with uh, Darius Slay, who's a straight up shutdown corner, um, and he's going to shadow Benjamin in that game. Uh, so Cam Newton, he's going to look elsewhere and see that Funches is being shadowed by Nevin Lawson, who pro football focus rated at 40.6 out of hundred. So with that plus matchup for Funches, there's no reason for Cam to test Slay. So I do expect Funches to continue to get those targets. He's a good play in PPR leagues and we've seen him, uh, we've seen his upside for touchdowns, um, from Cam. So, uh, I think he's a good play this week. Geronimo Allison, you know, keep an eye on Devonte Adams. He is practicing um, on a limited basis. He's working his way through that concussion protocol. Um, it's looking good for Devonte to go on Sunday, but you just never know. I'm holding Geronimo Allison in my <clears throat> in my uh, on my bench just in case that happens. Um, I'm going against a wide receiver needy team. So I'm holding him so that he won't be able to take advantage of Allison's matchup and, you know, Aaron Rodgers. So when 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 Devontae left the game last week after that brutal hit, we saw that Allison came in for him. Um, he also played in place of Randall Cobb when he was out with an injury. So it seems like Allison is just a handcuff to all these Green Bay wide receivers, which makes him quite valuable. If any of them goes down, you can plug in Allison, and you know he can possibly be a good play. Um, it's looking good for Adams to suit up this week, but there's still a chance he can't go. So if that's the case, you know I'm firing Allison up in my lineup. You know the side of the field. Where Devontae Adams usually lines up has been a vulnerability of the Cowboys' defense, uh, giving up eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers, and that combined with being one of Aaron Rodgers' pass catchers is just a recipe for success. Uh, Devonte Parker and Jarvis Landry, Devonte more you know Devonte in any format and Jarvis Landry more in PPR leagues just because of his, de- his depth of target is like super low this year, um, but he he gets those catches so he 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 remains like a high floor type of guy. Um, The Titans secondary, you know, that's who the Dolphins are going up against, and the Titans secondary has just been horrible. I mean, if you saw what Deshaun Watson did to them last week, and then look what Russell Wilson did to them the week before, it's been pretty bad. Um, The Titans, they've given up the 4th, 2nd, and 10th most fantasy points to the left wide receiver, the slot wide receiver, and the right wide receiver, respectively. So, you know, this is a defense that tacked through the air. We all know Jay Collard likes to air it out, good coverage or bad. So, you know, Devontae Parker, you know, Kenny Stills, they line up on the outside and Jarvis Landry will do his thing from the slot. Um, Adoree Jackson and Bryce McCain are the two outside corners and they're rated at 43.3 and 45.5 out of 100 uh, by pro football focus. So that's not good at all. Um, I do have Kenny skills in the, you know, as a guy who, you know, if you're desperate, you know, you can kind of throw, throw him in your lineup. Uh, but, you know, we'll get there in a little bit. Um, Stephen Diggs, Adam Thielen, you know, not that you weren't going to start Stephen Diggs, but maybe you thought, thought about it because of Case Keenum and his potentially tough matchup with the Bears, who usually play a lot better D at home, but I'm not really worried about Diggs. Kyle Fuller will be on him most of the time, and the Bears, they've allowed the single most fantasy points per game to Fuller's side of the field, and that's where Diggs runs a majority of his routes from. So, I think Diggs is in for a big day as long as Keenum can find him. As far as Thielen goes, he also has a good matchup against Bryce Callahan in the slot, who's been giving up the ninth most fantasy points to the slot receiver on a per-game basis. So, if Keenum you know, just looks towards his two best receivers in this game, I think this team should be able to move the ball. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, all the Patriots wide receivers, throw them in your lineup. the Bucks—they've been giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers as a team, um, and with the Patriots giving up the most fantasy points as a whole, this game expects to be a shootout with a ton of positive game script for the passing attack. Um, going from the left wide receiver all the way to the right to the right wide receiver, the Bucks secondary is giving up the third, fourth, and seventh most points to those respective parts of the field. So any of these receivers, if not all of them, can really go off in this game. So make sure they're in your lineup this week. Deshaun Jackson. You're starting Mike Evans obviously. You know, he and Deshaun Jackson did disappoint last week, but you know, and there's always that question whether you should have Deshaun Jackson in your lineup. But the Patriots have given up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. The side of the field that DJ usually lines up on has given up the 11th most fantasy points to wide receivers. Um they've allowed 19-20 plus yard passing plays this year, which is crazy. That's the third most in the league. They have allowed four 40 plus yard passing plays third most in the league and this is kind of what deshaun jackson thrives in so do you really need any more reason to have him in your lineup in week five yeah he's boom bust but i mean you you have to start him in these plus matchups um a couple guys if you're desperate um to look at mike wallace he had 10 targets last week out of nowhere um you know and you know his targets have increased every week but he's still a desperate play um, you know, I don't expect 10 targets, but, uh, you know, you might be in a jam in a 12 or 14 team league. So if you want to take a shot, Wallace might be someone you want to put in your lineup this week. Uh, you know, he's going to see David Amerson, um, which is the preferred side of the field. You want him to when, when you're talking about this Oakland defense. Um, Amerson, he's rated 61.5 out of 100 by pro football focus. Um, and that side of the field has given up the six most fantasy points to wide receivers. So, you know, if you're desperate, go Wallace. Uh, San Diego Chargers: Tyrell Williams, Travis Benjamin, and Hunter Henry. And like I mentioned before, Keenan Allen, he's going to be draped in coverage by Janoris Jenkins and Dominic Rodgers-Cromartie. That's where he runs the majority of his routes on that, you know, on that side of the field. So I expect Rivers to look elsewhere. Uh, the Giants, they've been really bad against the tight end position. Like, like really, really bad. So they've been giving up the most fantasy points. Jason Witten, Eric Ebron, Zach Ertz, Cameron Brate, O.J. Howard. Those are five guys, and we've only had four games yet, and they've all caught a touchdown against the Giants this year. Um, You know, as far as the receivers go, Eli Apple is going to be covering the other side of the field, you know, um, opposite. And, you know, whoever's on that side of the field will have the advantage. So it could be either Tyrell Williams or Benjamin. um, And since Tyrell Williams plays more snaps, and has been getting more of a consistent target share per game, I would probably throw my Dart Williams' way. But either of them, boom-bust, you're hoping for a touchdown, big play. Sammy Watkins, he only had two targets in Week 4 after that amazing Week 3 against the 49ers. Uh, you know, Richard Sherman, they're going, to get, they're going up against the Seahawks, but Richard Sherman has not been shadowing. He's been sticking to his side of the field. So, fortunately... For Watkins, he primarily lines up on Shaq Griffin's side of the field, which has given up the twelfth most fantasy points to receivers this year. So, you know, if Watkins has, you know, if if Watkins had a decent target share in week week four, he would be in my start section. But that week two I'm sorry, that week four two target number is scary to me. But you know, I do expect Goff to not even look Sherman's way, so Watkins can see a healthy target share this week. Um, another desperate flyer would be Marvin Jones, with Golden Tate's tough matchup on the inside. I think Marvin Jones can catch, uh, you know, he can catch a sneaky touchdown, and maybe pile up some yards in this game against Carolina. James Bradbury's side of the field gives up the fourth most fantasy points, and that's where Jones primarily lines up. Him and Galladay will be moving from side to side, but we've seen Jones get a couple touchdowns already this year, and this is his first favorable favorable matchup in a while. So um, he's a decent dart throw, and you're hoping for a touchdown. I mentioned Kenny Stills earlier, um, and like I mentioned with Parker and Landry, the Titans have been really bad against wide receivers. They've been giving up a ton of fantasy points to the position. Um, you know, Stills, his target share has been all over the place, so I'm not really confident in starting him. But in like a 14-team league, you might not have a choice. You need to throw a dart um, at a great matchup. So Color likes to air it, air it out, so Stills can either haul in a long bomb or get an end zone target or two. Um, okay, cool. So let, let's move on to... Guys, who we need to temper our expectations on. Gonna start with Golden Tate. I just mentioned him. He's gonna see a lot of Captain Mudderland this week, and the Panthers, they've given up the fifth least amount of fantasy points to slot wide receivers. So, you know, the matchups on the outside are a bit easier, so Stafford can choose to look there instead. Odell Beckham, you know, he's been hot and cold when it comes to matchups with tough corners. Um, Obviously, no way I'm sitting Odell Beckham like 0% chance ever. Uh, you know, but Casey Hayward, he's one of the best shadow cornerbacks in the NFL, so you know, I don't expect Beckham to blow up in this game. Alshon Jeffrey, he's gonna, he's going up against Patrick Peterson. What else can I say? Patrick Peterson is lights out the best cover corner, shadow corner in the NFL, and Jeffrey's gonna have his hands full. Am I still starting him? probably because of the, of the, your lack of options. But if you do have a better option, maybe throw him out there instead of Jeffrey. Jeffrey always has a shot to catch a touchdown, though. Antonio Brown, obviously 0% chance on benching him. A.J. Bouye, Jalen Ramsey, lights out. You know, they, they might be the toughest outside cornerback duo in the league right now. Um, and they're pretty much shutting down the outside. So this is the second straight tough matchup for Brown. I don't expect his frustrations to be eased just yet. Um, even if Brown goes into the slot, the Jaguars have been shutting that down as well. So, uh, the Jaguars as a team, they're allowing less fantasy points to receivers as a whole per game than Brown is averaging per game, which is kind of crazy. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, the Eagles' secondary, you know, is a mess, but they've done a decently pretty good job against slot receivers. And I think Larry's someone who can overcome any matchup, but I do expect Palmer to look at his easier matchups on the outside and, and pepper Jaron and John Brown with targets instead. Um, the Eagles, they've allowed the ninth-least fantasy points to slot receivers, so temper your expectations with fits in this game. Uh, Bilal Powell, coming off an amazing week without Matt Forte to limit him. You know, Powell should run wild against the Browns, right? Well, I don't know. Surprisingly, the Browns, they've been pretty good against the run this year. They've been six best against the run, DVOA, according to Football Outsiders. Uh, but they have been giving up some fantasy points through the air to running backs. So if Powell gets some work in the passing game, he should put up a decent fantasy day. Um, just to give you an idea, though, Le'Veon Bell went 10 for 32. Frank Gore went 25 for 57. Joe Mixon went 17 for 29. That is some stout run stuffing right there. All right, we're going to move on to the guys I'm sitting this week. Kelvin Benjamin. Darius Slay is going to shadow him. He doesn't get the respect he deserves, but he's going to be covering Benjamin, and I want no part of that. Uh, Benjamin isn't that elite receiver where I'm playing him anyway. Um, He's been inconsistent, and with Funches' great matchup, I don't think Benjamin will be getting that many looks in this game. Um, Cam, he's not been playing well this season. Um, The Patriots' defense you know, made him look like a real quarterback, but I'm not buying it. Um, I expect him to fall down to earth in this matchup against the Lions, who are actually fantasy football's number one defense right now. They they do create a lot of turnovers. Uh, Marquise Lee, Allen Hearns, not playing those guys this week, um, unless you have to. Pittsburgh, they've been shutting down receivers this year. This is going to be a tough game to watch, as both passing defense in this game have been getting it done. Um, Artie Burns... He's having a breakout year at corner for the Steelers. Um, so I can't see either of these guys having a good game. If I had to pick one, it would be Lee because of his higher percentage routes, but only in a PPR setting if you're desperate. Just keep an eye out on Lee's status. He didn't practice today on Thursday because of a rib injury, so just keep that in mind. I'm not starting Amari Cooper, and I'm not starting Michael Crabtree maybe start michael crabtree but if, if i can help it i'm not going to start him i just can't trust either of these guys especially cooper to get it done with ej Manuel at quarterback against this stout baltimore secondary i'm not you know i'm not so worried about ej manual when it comes to crabtree because of the type of routes he runs but against this baltimore secondary like what's the upside here um i would have thought about sitting them you know even if Derek Carr was healthy but since he's not healthy it's just easier it's just easier to make that decision um Crabtree, he's also not really healthy. Cooper is going through a rough stretch. So, you know, the Baltimore secondary, they're allowing the fourth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers this year. So it's just not the best scenario. So I'm good. Uh, Martavis Bryant. It's not Bryant's week just yet. It's coming. Uh, We'll be able to unleash him soon. But like I said, when talking about Antonio Brown earlier, Bryant's matchup against A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey isn't one to mess with. You know, I'm benching Bryant this week. He can he can take the top off any defense, but to bet that it'll happen against this secondary is not a good bet. So, you know, once we are past these few tough matchups, you'll be able to put Bryant in your lineup at home against beatable secondary. So remember, if he fails this week, buy low on him. And if you have him, don't panic. And that's all I had. Uh, just wanted to kind of get that out to you guys straight to the point. Um... My name is Faraz Siddiqui. You can reach me on Twitter at Faraz Siddiqui, F A R A Z S I D D I Q I, at Upperhand Fantasy on Instagram, at UpperhandFFB on Twitter, and go to UpperhandFantasy.com to kind of get the uh, full transcription of you know the buy lows, weekly starts, and all that kind of stuff. Take it easy, guys. Have a great weekend. If I don't talk to you tomorrow, uh, enjoy the games and enjoy the games. Enjoy the game tonight. Bucks Patriots should be a high-scoring one. Hopefully, we've seen these Thursday nights disappoint us, but hopefully, this will be a good one. Take it easy, guys. Have a great weekend.